0: All right, welcome back to 2022, Roasties, and we've brought in a big gun to kick off the podcast this year. As introed by the legendary Bruce Buffer, it is the UFC featherweight champion of the world, Alexander the Great Volkanovski. Volk, welcome to the show, mate.
1: Thanks for having me, my man.
0: How you been? Yeah, real good, thank you. How you been? Uh, been a busy busy Christmas time, and um, I see you doing some some boxing commentary and things now.
1: Yeah, yeah, mate, it has been busy. It was, uh, it was good to uh... We needed family time before we, you know, get into camp. So, obviously, we're going to kick the year off soon. So, it was good to just hang out with the fam and uh, obviously still training. I always, always train, but, I mean, just, you know, having our bows off and them with the family and, you know, Christmas, New Year's and all that, that was good. And, you uh, know, obviously, still got a couple of gigs here and there. Uh, but, mate, still enjoying it and uh, just getting ready to get into camp. So, it shouldn't be too much longer.
0: I was going to try and impersonate Bruce Buffer for your intro but uh, I just knew yeah. I couldn't do it justice and I didn't want you to hang up on the call straight away so um uh, but rewatching <laughs> some of your, some of your fights you get pretty amped when when Bruce is uh introing you must be a pretty special feeling when it, when it happens live
1: well it is mate like he's a he's an absolute legend of of the sport of the UFC as well you know what i mean so uh, uh it's massive but just to hear him it still, still it's still excites me it's still cool to hear him uh, you know not only say my name, but, you know, UFC featherweight champ of the world, all that type of stuff, you know what I mean? I've been hearing him talk about fighters and, you know, and for years, you know what I mean? I've always wanted to be there. Even though I've been there and I've done it, what, eight times now in the UFC or more, sorry. Uh, yeah, 10, 10 times, sorry. And uh, it's still every time, uh, you know, it's just unreal. You know, he's a he's a legend. And, mate, seeing the the intensity he brings every single time, you know what I mean? He's So it's funny, you watch him live, and he hypes himself up. You'll see him in, but like, you know, no matter what card it is. It could be just a fight night, um, whatever. And he's, uh, before he's about to go on and announce, he's, uh, you know, back and forth. You know, he's uh, just, you know, pumping himself up, doing like, I swear he's even doing stretches and, and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? He's shaking and really getting his vocals ready. I don't know what he does, but he just pumps himself up so he can really bring that intensity. So, I love that, mate. He does a great job. and. Uh, you can see the respect he gets from not only fans, but the fighters.
0: I remember, uh, I think it was the UFC 100, and he did the uh, the the buffer 360. And he actually, I think he tore his ACL or something. Like, he damaged his knee in some way when he did it. But he just kept on going, kept on powering through the show. <laughs>
1: That's it, mate. Yeah, he's a professional. He's a professional.
0: He, he is. He loves it. Um, mate, um, no, let's get into your, your uh, UFC career in a sec, but you've been doing a little bit of cooking and stuff Um you know, over the Christmas break, you, you, you've you been doing uh, cooking with Volk. It's been going for a little bit longer, but uh, tell us, how, how's that going? You've been enjoying, you know, the Christmas break, the food, enjoying a beer or two while before you get into camp?
1: Oh, man, look, I love, I just love cooking. I love cooking. You know, I ain't no chef. You know, I'm not the best cook. I just, uh, I love, you know, I love uh, jumping on the barbecue. I love cooking and uh, everyone loves, loves it. You know what I mean? So uh, why not just film it? That's sort of how I am. But I like to have a bit of fun with it um i'm just you know uh, you know i i do it like again i ain't gonna see these fancy cook-ups where i'm gonna you know have a nightly uh, neatly sorry like you know put on a plate and all this make it look fancy i ain't like that it'll taste good it'll just look like how it looks like at any any house uh anywhere around here but you know i enjoy it you know what i mean uh in saying that i cook a mean barbie you know what i mean i won't uh i won't sit there and uh down talk myself too much because i'm pretty impressed with uh, some of my, my cooking on the barbecue anyway that's that's my gig that's my gig but i, I enjoy it i love it uh, i love eating and you'll be surprised mate even in camp i can still eat a lot of the stuff that i cook uh, it was funny because uh last camp i was doing a lot of the cooking content everyone's like where's your training videos you're meant to be fighting camp thinking that all i'm doing is eating and uh that's the thing sometimes you know obviously people see things and you know they uh you know come up with their own uh, sort of uh narrative to a situation or opinion on or, or something, they think, oh, he's not training, he's just eating. But then you go out there and uh, obviously go out there, do your thing, and they'll be like, okay, maybe he was training. <laughs> I'm well, training, don't worry about that. I, I'm training
0: and I'm eating." I see it so much in the NRL world when, you know, players are on Instagram or doing something, they're like, well, you should be out training after, you know, they might have lost on the weekend. They're like, you should be in training, not not making TikToks. And you're like, do you think they train like 24-7? Like, give them a break.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly right. Mainly, but again, it's just... Uh, that's a that's that's social media too yeah. you know what i mean it's a it's a no matter what you're doing you could be doing a, a great job uh you can be as respectful as you can you're probably still gonna offend someone uh you know there's still gonna be some toxic people out there sometimes you know what i mean that's just a part of it you got to yeah. deal with it i have been dealing with it a fair bit uh you know obviously we we fight so not just that again like a you know, you know, I'm, you know, you can't even get back to, to everyone, you know, I try and get back to people, but obviously it's hard to keep up. And, you know, you'll get people that will just absolutely hate you because, you you know, I'll, I'll finally end up getting back to someone or I'll like see someone about to write back and then I can see they just abuse me because I, I missed a few messages. I'm like, sorry, mate, Like, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, I uh, won't we'll, we'll get into that, but it's yeah. just yeah, you know, some people can get a little, a little emotional, but I mean you can't uh, tap into that too much. But all in saying all that, we have got a bit off uh, off uh, tangent there. But I'm always uh, in the gym. Don't worry about that. Even when I'm cooking, when you see them TikTok videos, trust me, I was busting my ass for hours in the gym before that. Mate, but,
0: I've been loving the content. Yeah, I, I love the um the simplicity of the. Uh, I think it was Volk Tacos. You cook that steak and it just looked superb. And then the, the, the ranch and the chili dressing and on a on a um, taco, it, it looked amazing.
1: No, oh, mate. Well, that's it, mate. You get a couple of key ingredients and that's what a lot of the food I can do. Anyone can do it. There. Like you're looking at some of the things I'm cooking. I'm making a lot of times I put the ones that up that are just so easy for anyone to cook. Well, that's what I'm
0: going to be cooking like tomorrow night. Like it just seems so so simple, something you can just whip up, you know.
1: It's, it's nice too, mate. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, you get the what do I what do I use. I'm trying to remember the sauces I use. It was it a chili sauce and a Ch- uh, uh, maybe a ranch? Was it or was it an aioli? Yeah, chili, no, yeah, ranch. chili and ranch. Yeah, it was a little bit of a coleslaw. Make your own col- make your own coleslaw. Um, or you can just get your own coleslaw, or whatever, and just put your own sauces in there. Or your yep. own cho- chopped up uh, cabbage or whatever it is, and mate, a nice well cooked steak. Slice it up so it looks good for the camera. And it'll taste good in your gob too.
0: Now, look, we're we talk. We're talking food. We're talking, you know, you, you're talking about cut and weight and things like that. You can't go talking Volkanovski and rugby league without mentioning that you were a hundred kilo front row at one stage. But now, now you're fighting at sixty six kilos. Like, what do you normally walk around at? Like, uh, you know, between camps. Seventy six is probably the number that I'd be. Seventy
1: six is probably what I walk around at. Um... Like right now, I'm eating still really good. Like when I say really good, like I'm pretty free with what I eat uh, and I can still maintain this sort of, uh, you know, this is where we want to be. Like my nutritionist won't tell me to get any lighter till we start camp, you know what I mean? So uh, we, we always sit at a good weight. I used to fluctuate a lot more. I used to, especially when I was, you know, when I first started coming like down from the weight that I was, I would get up to 86 kilograms my walk around weight was 86 and then I'll start camp at 86 and then, you know, I'll lose weight in eight week camp or whatever it is to 66. And then within a week or something after my fight, I'm back up to 86. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was pretty crazy the way I used to fluctuate. Now I couldn't even get that big. Even if I tried, my body wouldn't let me, it's just different. My body's just uh, slowly, slowly over the years. It just went 97, like 93 walk around 88, 86, 83, you know, seventy eight now, like seventy six. You know, and now like I really struggle to go above
0: that. Yeah, right. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it's mate, funny, just...
1: but I'm talking over ten, twelve years. You know, yeah, I mean? it's a long so...
0: time. Yeah, uh, it's just amazing. Like you know, especially from like a rugby league perspective, I saw that photo of um, I put up a photo of you next to George Burgess on social the other day. Like you're half his size. <laughs> I don't know what he is. He'd be a hundred and ten, nearly a hundred and twenty. And just to think, like you were a hundred at one stage and. And that same height—it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, mate. Look, like, that's so You look at, them at players like that, and you be like, "Wait, that's the position he played." Like, you're trying <laughs> to tell the Americans, uh, the Americans that watch, it go, "Yeah, this season, you know, the position that I played, these, these guys are playing." They're like, "What? Like, yeah. how
0: does that work?" <laughs> I, I put it up, and I said, "I put it up with the with the caption." I think it was like, "Both of these guys are props," you know. So it was just amazing to see the the difference in size. Yeah, mate. Um, congratulations exactly, on you. Yeah, that's I... what. That's what it. Sorry, congratulations on your last fight being awarded um, ESPN's MMA Fight of the Year. Uh, last few years have been amazing for you. You won the title, two title defenses, you've extended your win streak to, to twenty now. Uh you just feel like right on top of your game at the moment.
1: Yeah, man, I do. You know what I mean? It's uh you know, I've always gotta you, know, you bust your ass, you know, for so long and you know, you do what you've got to do. You know, I'm a competitor, I always have been and a I've always been the type to just do what you've got to do. Always will be, you know, so I'm always going to have that mentality. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's really all starting to pay off now. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's you're starting to get the recognition and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean? That's all, it's all starting to happen. Uh, you always see the, the, the paychecks and all that, the love that you, you're getting and all that. It's it, it's good, you know, it's especially getting a ESPN fighter, fighter of the year, that was a, that's a big deal, you know, because last year was one of the, I think it was one of the biggest years uh, the UFC have had. And, you know, we got the ESPN, uh, you know, fight of the year. So that's uh, pretty cool, mate. You know what I mean? And right, that's what that's what it's about. Again, I've always been a competitor. I've always been the type of guy that, you know, I've got to go out there and I've got to do, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do to win. I'm always going to have that in me. But right now, it's a little bit more than that. You know, it's uh, it's how you win as well. You know what I mean? It's uh, the entertainment business. It's uh, the entertainment around the whole, you know, the circus around the whole thing. Again, I'm not going to ever be someone I'm not. But, Let's have fun with it. Let's play the game a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm always going to be me, and I'm always, you know, I'll stick by that. I'm proud of where I've got to be in me. I didn't have to be fake. I didn't have to be something. You know, I'm not, and, and I have to, you know, push my own bullshit narratives and carry on, and you know, and uh, go against what I've always believed in. I can still do that while still, uh, you know, being being entertaining. And then that's something that, uh, you know, that I've uh, really come in, into sort of knowing. So again, it's like, yeah, mate, you can be yourself because I used to be the type of guy that. I was so worried about offending people because you know that's not me. That's not my. I never want to offend people, but I've come to realise no matter how nice you are, you're going to offend. us. You're going to offend someone. We just talked about yeah. that earlier on, so uh, that's really made me be like, "All right, man, I know I ain't trying to offend anyone. I'm going to go out there and say what I want to say, play the game, have a bit of fun with it. People want to you know, take it the wrong way. It's on them. That's on them. You yeah. know what I mean? And and uh, let's just do that. Let's just you know. And especially the last one, it was uh, it was good because you know we had the up obviously the ultimate fighter and you know we started again under each other's skin a little bit and I was like trying to get in his head and you know play that game and all that do that sort of stuff. Um I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. You know, I enjoyed it and it got me in a whole nother zone. It, it was weird. It's hard to explain like it got me um, in a whole nother level of maybe confidence. I was so much more comfortable. Even walking out getting booed like you know the the, the arena walking into that arena. You know that that will boo me. You know, I mean, again, this is a guy coming from Australia, coming onto you know their their soil, and you know taking that belt back home to Australia again. You know what I mean? And you know they they want to stick to stick to their guys, but I'm like, uh, that's not how this is going to play out. But you leave that arena, earning their respect, in uh, a uh, completely change. You know, you're getting cheered on your way out as well. So you know, it's just do do what you got to do. You know, play the game at the end of the day you know, the actions will speak louder than words anyway. So you go out there, do you to prove, prove your worth, prove, you know, what you're saying was and all shit, and then uh, people are going to jump on Are we allowed to sweat?
0: Yeah, yeah, go sorry, for bro. it, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have mentioned before, but um, yeah, because you're speaking about that, and that was actually one of the, the um, basis of one of my questions here, and um, it, because after UFC 266, you're on um, in the press conference and you're opening up about it and you're talking about the entertainment side of it, and I love this quote, and I'll quote it. You said, uh, you'll see me become more of a heel from now on. Um, I'm just going to have a go at everyone. You said it a bit tongue-in-cheek. You did say I was just joking. But, you know, is that, yeah, exactly. that, that that's what you want to bring out. There's, you know, the, it's an old wrestling term, the heel and the face and a good guy and a bad guy. And UFC has sort of taken, gone that way over the last few years, and it's, you know, seeing the numbers yeah. go up, there's more money in there um it, it, that's something you want to embrace but you, you you said you want to be the heel that's the australian way isn't it like you're the underdog it's sort of like a heel
1: yeah yeah it's I mean, it's, a, it's weird like you know it depends exactly how you want to use that term heel as in like you know a lot of times people are playing the heel as in Yeah, bad guy you know what i mean like you know that type of look i'm never going to be that type of guy but i told you mate you're going to have guys that's like you wear this you wear a jersey right but the jersey you wear um, I've said this a few times in a few interviews, the jersey you wear, you know, you, the, the other team, with their jersey, they're going to hate you no matter what you do just because of the the colour of the jersey you wear. You know what I mean? So they're going to think you're the heel no matter how nice you are. That's just how it is. So, right, what I mean by that is, look, I'm not going to go out there and I'm not going to start, you know, insulting people's families and all that type of stuff. Just to, just to, you know, that's not me. But, you uh, people want to, you know, I'm going to say what I think, you know what I mean? I'm going to be comfortable saying what I think. You know, I feel like uh, we're in a position where we can. I'm allowed to get under someone's skin if I feel like, you know, what they're doing is annoying me or what they do. I'm not, not, I don't 100% believe in what they think. I don't have to worry about people taking it the wrong way. It's like, hey, I think this guy's weak. I'm going to call him out on it. If you you don't like it, sorry, but, uh, you know what I mean? I'll show you anyway. So, you know, that's just how, that's sort of what I mean. I I was having, like you said, I was having a bit of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going, Yeah. I just play hill ball, vault coming, <laughs> for fucking everyone. You know what I mean, like. But, but you know it ain't. Yeah, again, it's just we'll have a bit of. Right now, we're in that. We're in that boat where you're going to have people carrying on. Like I've got the whole division. I got guys that are. Everyone in the top ten in in our division is uh, thinking they deserve a, a title shot. You know, because Max uh, gets a, gets injured, and uh, everyone just thinks that they're the guy to replace replace him. Coming up losses. Guys ranked number eight, guys that aren't even in the division that are retired, you name it, and uh, are, are, are literally carrying on about it. And then, like, really, and I just feel like, oh, mate, this, this, yeah, you know, this isn't how it's going to go down. You know I mean? These are like, you know, and I, I can't wait to be in these guys' face and go, look at the mentality that you little bitches have. You want shit given to you? Go and earn that number one spot. It's easy. I'm an easy champ to understand. Yeah, an easy champ to understand. Get that number one spot, be the next guy, and you get the fucking shot. Plain and simple. Why do you think uh, Max Max Holloway's getting another shot, a third shot? Because he's proved he's the, the b- best guy under me. He's proved he's taken out other guys and he's proved he's the next best guy. No one does that. I'm not the only guy that's probably ever done that. You know what I mean? And just I'm a, again, I'm an easier, I'm an easy champ to understand. Go out there, do your thing, get some wins, earn that, you know, top ranking. Don't don't let anyone you know if, if you feel like you're fighting someone for a number one spot, take him out. Don't let him do that. That's what I did. That's exactly what I did. I took out everyone. I had to to put me in a position in front of where I was. I called out Chad Mendez. no one calls out Chad Mendez. Uh, uh, you know I was ranked number 10 I wanted that number rank I wanted that rank number five but he was I knew he was gonna be ranked around five. I wanted to fight him. I fought him take that ranking. Aldo was number one taking out all the guys. I was gonna fight him. I fought him in his hometown. You know what I mean? 40 minutes hometown while he was ranked number one. Why would I do that? Because I want that ranked number one spot. And then no one can take that spot from me. I'm next in line. Plain and simple. Go and earn that number one spot. Stop carrying on like little, you know what I mean, little princesses expecting shots given to you. When you're coming off a loss, i got Yero Riguez who's really carrying on. He just lost. He didn't fight for over two years because he's running scared from like Zabit. You know what I mean? Yep. I could just, uh, you know, I can could, I could go on. You know what I mean? The drama he's of his uh, suspension, his suspensions, all this type of stuff. He's like a little diva that the UFC have to put up with. They don't want him to have a shot anyway because he's a, a little diva they have to deal with. But then he's carrying on, expecting the number one shot. I go, mate! You just lost. You know, settle down. You know what I mean? The, it's just it's crazy. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So there's plenty to say. Again, usually. You know, what I mean, like, you know, if they're not saying nothing, I won't have something to say. But these guys want to chirp and want to carry on like little princesses. I'm going to have something to say. People want to act like I'm a heel because of it. Whatever. But, hey, that's what I mean. The mentality of these guys. That's why I'm going to be champ for a long, long, long time. Love None it. of these guys are taking the belt from me. Look at that mentality. Piss weak.
0: <laughs> Love it.
1: Absolute but, piss weak.
0: Yeah, you know, we, we're talking about heels, and that's, you know, there's different types of heels, and yours is the brutal honesty. You know, you, you, you're just throwing out, yeah, you know mm-hmm. the, the truth bombs, and and you fought your way. Yeah, you, um, you haven't, you, you know, you haven't done it cheaply. Basically, you've done it the hard way, and and you you're showing them up. So, mate, that was that was a quota on that. Thanks very much.
1: No worries, mate.
0: Um, mate, <laughs> the, the the fight against um Ortega, it was it was insane. We we spoke about it. We've got um uh, ESPN's MMA fight of the year. Uh, when when you asked when they asked you in the in the press conference, uh, you said you it was like how tight it was the the in the third round, the, the holds he has. He said, um, it was that tight, I was going to lose my fucking belt tight, is what he said. To, to a bit of a casual like me, it looked like the guillotine uh, was tighter, but that triangle that he had you in, it was fucking tight as well. Like which one, if you had to pick, like which one was the guillotine? Like the worst? The the guillotine.
1: Gu- the, when I said that, when I said that quote, that was uh, me talking about the guillotine. The triangle is yeah. nothing compared to the guillotine. Uh, you know, I say that as in like because I was doing everything I needed to do and then it was still tight. It was still like, you know, the lights were still dimming. So that's what I mean, like, oh, shit, like, I need to do more, like, you know what I mean? But again, that just shows you again that we talk about the mentality, the guy I am, the the, the human being I am. And um, yeah, not many people are going to get out in that position. You know what I mean? Like, like- because not, on- not only it's as deep as it's going to get with one of the best guys that can do it, not only technically what he did the way he locked his hips in and kept that contact with his hips on my leg, the way he wrapped my legs up, he wrapped my arms up with his legs at the start. The position I was in, for him to even get that was impressive. And the the way he can really hold that position, hold that depth was very impressive. So I was doing everything I can to just nullify a little bit of that, make that little bit of space to let me survive. And there was a point where it wasn't working. What I was doing, I was doing everything right to try and make that space and it still wasn't working. Not only most people wouldn't even try and do what I was doing because they were that deep, they would have just uh, freaked out and lost anyway. Not many people could stay composed and be fit enough to be calm in that, in that position. Then to do what you're doing and, and try and stay calm, everything's going, like, you know, you're doing everything you can and it's still not working, like, you know, effectively straight away, you know what I mean? You're gonna freak out. Yeah. Me, I'm like, oh, shit. This ain't working, but fuck, I'm gonna keep trying. Yep. You know what I mean? And then me being that disciplined, that calm in that situation, that persistent, Uh, you know what I mean? To, to at least try and make that space. Cause I was doing that, there was, a, you know, the, again, if the blood and oxygen don't go to your brain, you're going to sleep. There was something else I was doing there that was giving me enough here and there. That consistency, that persistence that I was doing. And then, because of that, his arms was given out before. You know, even though I was in a bad position, my persistence in that position really. You know, he just he ended up crumbling. He could not hold that, and then bang! The next minute, I made a bit of space, got my chin out, and that was it. He knew it was gone. So, uh, like his arms had to give out before before I could. You know what I mean? But again, pe- people being in that position, I guarantee you, this it goes so much deeper than just being technical. You know, a lot of people see that No, they know it's just, it's grit. It's determination and grit to get out of that. It was. It was technique involved, determination and will. Again, to have that determination and will when things were still not working, to still be like, I have to stick to the guns. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, there's nothing else I can do. I can either tap. That ain't happening. I can go to sleep. If I'm going to sleep, it's... It's because it just happens while I'm trying to get out, you know, plain and simple. But it was deep, man. It was deep. That's why I give him respect for him. But again, I'm not going to be putting many more positions that deep in my career. You know what I mean? There's a, you know, and uh, people need to understand that. So people are going to, hey, you want to go for submissions on me? No worries. Let that gas tank, let your lactic acid build up and uh, easy money after that, whatever.
0: (laughs) And that's the thing. You end up. Now you know, everyone's going
1: to try and submit me. Be like, I'm going to prove yeah. it wrong. Submission.
0: <laughs> okay. Come on, don't, bring it. Don't feed them too much. Mate, um, you, you know, you obviously go on and win that one. You defend your title. Um, what uh, What's next? Um, well, you've called out the Korean Zombie uh, the other day. And Ariel, he tweeted that uh, both of you had agreed to that. And it looks like it's in the works. Can you give us any more on that? Yeah, we
1: don't know. Like, again, there's a. Uh... Few things that's going to happen. You know, you're hearing a few people, a few things uh, happening. Obviously, you hear you know March, different opponent. Obviously, the Max thing is uh, that's something I can confirm. Max is definitely injured. Um, but yeah, I called out a zombie because again, like uh, as I told you, I'm an easy guy to understand, right? So do your maths. If I'm an easy guy to understand, how does it work? Let's let's go to the rankings. You know, the reason why I'm going to call it out is because. Obviously, you got Max, can't fight, he's injured. He he was the original guy. I just beat uh, Ortega. Yair Rodriguez just lost. Uh, And, you know, he was a... I thought he was injured as well because he got carried out of the cage, you know what I mean? So I'm like, put it this way, if I'm getting carried out of the cage, something's seriously wrong. Yeah. But supposedly, he reckons uh, he started carrying on, so he reckons he can fight. So he probably didn't even break his foot. He's just been a little princess again. But anyway, but he's coming off a loss. And then the next guy after that is Zombie coming off a win. So I was like, "That's the one that makes sense. All right, let's do it." You know, I mean, I told you, easy to understand. You know, I'm not calling out someone that's. Uh, this, this is guy. If you if you calculate everything, do your maths, look at how things work. That's just the obvious uh, obvious guy for me. And again, that's just how I'm built. That's how that's how my brain works. That's how my mentality works. You know what I mean? If he was coming off a loss, I'd probably go to the next guy, maybe. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're getting a lot of people here talking about Henry Cejudo and things like that. I don't even know if he can fight. You know, he keeps calling out fights, but I mean, you've got to be in the testing pool and all that type of stuff, so I don't even know if he can. So, like, I don't even want to waste, but I don't even, like, the UFC never bring his name up. Sorry, Cejudo, you know, I don't mind you, mate, but... You know what I mean? Like he's sitting there acting like signing some contract. Trust me, the UFC have never mentioned your name. <laughs> but uh anyway, but I mean, they could come. You never know. Something could happen. They could throw his name out there. I don't know. But you know, a lot of these fights don't make sense. So for me, that's why that that was uh, the guy. I'm going, oh, hey, you available? You all good? You know, and we'll do it. But again, that's not locked in Not locked in either. So we have to see what what's up. We um,
0: I had a bit of to- fun
1: on my. Uh, I had a bit of fun on my Instagram.
0: I saw oh, that. That's oh, that's like that, that. That's what I was going to bring up because uh, you're, you're biting into a bone well, saying lightweight, and uh, that was my next question. Lightweight, and, uh, baby. Yeah, if, uh, you know there was so sort of, and you've, you've actually said it before as well that you know you've got to think about the the fights, and and that could be a possibility. Is yeah. that you know was there talks of that as well? We just that was out? just me having a bit of
1: fun. That Had was just me. You know that was a Ronnie Coleman quote. <laughs> Ronnie Coleman quote. I don't know what anyone's talking about. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like you know, what I mean, that's a, that's uh, that's, that's it. Like, it was just yeah, but uh, that week, baby, I
0: love like a little, the, little um,
1: Ronnie Coleman. Uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, it was a, a bit of fun. Like obviously, i seen a lot of people like going, Oh, is that is he hits in the uh, lightweight fight? But um, you never that's, know, that's never trolling, know.
0: trolling 101, that is
1: trolling 101, but hey, you never know. Am I hinting again? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I'm really confusing people.
0: <laughs> well, I, th- I think honestly, you should. Um, you're going through. You're saying. You know. You, you did your maths and everything. Change your nickname from the Great to um, Alex, the uh, the mathematician Volkanovsky.
1: Mathematician, you know. I, I I've never been uh, smart. Like I'm not book smart. You know. I'm uh, useless in my vocabulary and all that. I'm surprised I could even say that word. Um, you know what I mean? So that's. Uh, but I've always been good with like maths and you know figuring out puzzles and all that that's how my brain works very well so that's why you see me be good at what i do you know like how to you know i can calculate positions and you work out puzzles in the you know that's why you see me adapting so well in fights and all that type of stuff because i'm very good at problem solving i can do it you know what i mean and uh, then i've got the urgency i've got the heart and i've got the ticket uh, while i'm trying to problem solve i've got the urgency and the the mongrel and the fitness to at least try and pursue this problem. If it doesn't work, let's work this out. You know what I mean? So we're, that's why uh, it does work in my favour. The mathematician is I like going to it. To I like
0: it, like it. yeah. Um, one thing you have got to ask before we move on to the Dragons is I've been to a few UFC events in, in Australia, and during the rounds it gets pretty quiet. Like Fans can yell out stuff, you can hear fans from other, and it seems like the, the fighters can hear the fans during rounds. Now, I know you've got a lot going on, but... Is, have you found that you can hear the fans during during fights? And is it different in the USA? Is it, or, you know, the, the fans, you know, a bit more noise about it? Or.
1: It depends what's happening. It depends what's happening. Like, uh, while people are fighting, you know, usually there's silence. It's pretty silent. And you can even hear the cornermen talking to the fighters. You'll hear the fighters talk. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you can actually hear that sometimes. The last fight, like mine and Ortega's fight, you Couldn't hear a thing like I couldn't hear yeah. my call. I can always hear my cornerman. I'm always talking to my cornerman. They'll be like, you know, saying something like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Yep, oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you hear me say that. I'm like, Yep, yeah, talking to him while I'm fighting. Uh, but there was none of that this one. Uh, that's the why cramp, there was the a confusion that, in the-
0: that amped up.
1: It was that intense, mate. Like, and like, especially after the end of the second round when we got in each other's face, and then that third round, a lot was happening. Then, obviously, the chaos that happened in that. People were just going nuts the whole time. And then even when we went to the ground of the fourth, obviously, it's uh, that's where a lot of the action was. It's like, fuck, you know, he could he could pull it off here again or he's at least going kind to of punch his head through the campus. What's going on? So it was just absolute chaos. So while that was happening and I started really landing some crazy ground and pound at the end of that fourth round, um, I could hear, like, I didn't hear much. And then I could just hear, ah, like screaming from my cornerman. I'm like, I think that's some corner And I look at him and I'm there like, up, 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 Like I would see their mouth reading and sort of them telling me to go up. Um, and I thought they meant stand up, just get out of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And that's why you see me just pushing away. I stand up, and like, and you know, obviously it took him ages to get up. I'm like, get the fuck up! What are you doing? And then uh, afterwards, the boys were telling me we weren't telling you to stand up. We we're just telling you to posture up, like a, yep. uh, rather than stay in his guard on your knees, like in you know, a posture up. Once you're on your feet, while he was still hanging onto the hard, uh, the full guard, he was very vulnerable for the the, the ground and pound. So they were just telling me go there. But I mean, it was just conf- I couldn't hear. You know what I mean? It was just absolute chaos. Uh, so that that's what it was like, but I mean, it was good. I loved it. You know, I really enjoyed it, man. I was, I had so much fun in there.
0: Did you um? Did you have a fight during during the pandemic with no crowds?
1: Yep. D- can you yeah, so a, I fought at uh, Max uh... the
0: the second time. Yeah. Sorry, you. you oh thought, mate, you can no, hear everything. Max...
1: Yeah, there's like nothing. There's like silence. You hear the
0: commentators? the second. Max the second, Max the yeah, second yeah, fight yeah. when
1: we defended. So that was a. You could hear the commentators, you could obviously hear the cornerman. It was uh it was weird, mate. It was a weird, weird feeling. The whole thing was weird, like, uh, because that was a little rushed as well. Because uh, all that was happening, then they tried, uh, oh, we're doing the fight I don't think they got desperate. And that's why we only had like six weeks' notice about that fight. We didn't even know they like, you know, they started getting really desperate, um, for that fight. And then, uh, we're like, all right, like, you know, obviously, we weighed all the options and all that. Then they, you know, we got a good uh pay rise and things like that. We made sure, you know, we we're at least getting paid to, to fight short notice and all that type of stuff. And then going there and the no crowds and, and all that, mate, I hate it. You know, like it was, it made me really understand why I love fighting in front of a crowd, man. It was a, it was such a, there's other, there's a lot, a whole heap of stuff, but you know, I won't get into it. But I mean, it was just
0: does never it, does again. It bring I don't like want a, a, do. a bit of nervousness, like because there's no crowd, you don't, you miss it?
1: I had nothing. I was like, there was, I was like emotionless. Uh, there was weird because I was like, because I'm really going to keep myself calm. So I try to do the same thing. Um, and uh, anyway, again, I don't want to, I guess there was a couple of things uh, that, that, that happened. And so like, I, I wasn't on, so I wasn't, I wasn't all, all there for that one. And then the no crowd on top of that was just, was terrible. So it was uh, literally like, like a bad dream like let, let's do this you know what I mean like I had to really everything was forced the good way of putting it is everything was forced there was no and it wasn't just because of the no crowd there was a again there was other things but um yeah like uh the the no crowd and my, like everything was forced like when I say that, it's like a, you know the boys were like come on you need to do more you need to do more I was trying to wait for my reaction yeah I wanted you know you're but muscle memory reaction, like, you know, for your counters and all that, and just nothing was triggering like that at all. So everything was just, just do it, do it yourself. Don't wait for your body to respond a certain way. Just do it. Like literally just do it. And it was weird. So it was a very uncomfortable feeling that, um, that, yeah, that I had to try and adapt to, but I mean, it was obviously anyway, we we got it done anyway, but like, so weird, and I'm like, man, never, I'm never fighting no crowd again. Get me crowds, baby. I want crowds again because I am so good at again, like hearing that energy, people going crazy. I can still keep myself so calm, so I can use that energy. I don't get too crazy and overzealous or anything like that. I keep myself real level, but the adrenaline's pumping. You know, I get that blood pumping. The, the, I'm feeling the energy; it's running through the veins. You know what I mean? Yeah. That blood's blood's going, ready to ready to go. Everything's firing while being very, uh, you know what I mean, uh, very composed. Even yep. me trying to go out, like pumping myself up, going out, like, you know, obviously flying the flag high and talking, the, talking talking your shit and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean, all that. I didn't feel like that put any more nerves to me. That didn't hit me up anymore. That just kept me out at such a good level that I'm like, let's do it again.
0: Well, hopefully let's we do can it again. Uh, get you back on Australian soil. Um, defending the title maybe at Bank West or something like that to, uh, you know, sixty or 70,000 screaming Aussies um, cheering you on for another title defence, mate. Mate, uh, moving on to the the Dragons, um, tell us a little bit about uh, your role there and, and how it sort of came about.
1: Yeah, mate, you can stand where I literally come straight from a session that we did with the boys um, but yeah man just doing a bit of the wrestling with them you know a lot of the, the, the footy, rugby league teams uh, they usually have wrestling coaches and they just do a bit of uh, contact with the wrestling and, and things like that so we're, we're just doing uh, that part and it. it's good I, I enjoy it I'm even getting in, in there with the, some of the boys some of the monsters that are obviously there <laughs> just going in there and uh, doing, doing a bit with them so it's, uh, it's fun I'm enjoying it I really am but I'm, uh, I'm always supporting the local anyway so Dragons have always been my, my team uh, so, yeah, man, we're really enjoying it.
0: Uh, were you a, a Dragons or a, a Steelers growing up?
1: I'm trying to think when the Steelers come. I, I don't think I was fully into rugby league when they, they were Steelers. I'm Some pretty sure like, a, a, come in like, it, it would guys, have been just the, at the start. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So, we're both. Yeah, both. Steelers, you know, Dragons. Yeah. So, obviously, more Steelers side of things. More because it's local, right? And I've yep. always been here in the Illawarra. So... Uh, I'm just trying to remember. Like, I'm pretty sure when the Dragons played, I'm trying to remember who they played a long, long time ago. I'm talking maybe 20 something years ago. Um, they fought in the grand final. In the um, against
0: you Melbourne, '99.
1: Was it '99?
0: Yeah, they they played Mel- lost to Melbourne in in the '99 grand final.
1: And they were, they were that was, they it, that, were was their first, that was and their first that was their first
0: year. I think they were leading. I was at the game. Um, They've been leading 14-6. Like yeah, fourteen six, and they okay. they went to uh, nearly scored another try, which would have put it almost out of reach, and then they um, end up losing it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I remember that actually because uh, yeah, so that was uh, back then. So, so that was sort of where where I started uh, watching because I remember I was in a uh, Stradbroke Island, maybe I can't remember where I was, but when I was on a holiday with my some uh, of my my cousin, and they were big Dragon supporters, bigger uh, Steelers supporters. And um, they were watching me and my cousin were in the pool and we're like, oh, we'll watch it. But like, were they coming back and telling us score? Yeah, yeah, we're looking good. We're looking good. And then we decided, oh, let's go and watch. And this is I was young. We decided, let's go watch. As soon as I got there, they just started losing. They, uh, uh, they all the on watch. the trams. I am like, it's my fault. It's my <laughs> fault. You know what I mean? Back when uh, I believed in that shit. Um, so I was like, oh, no, I'm a curse. But, uh, yeah, so I still remember that. I still remember being in the pool and then be like, yeah, they're looking good, they're looking good. As Literally, as soon as I walked into that place, it just went downhill.
0: <laughs> so so you, you, you um, your first watching of the Dragons, probably the worst 30 minutes of their, um, uh, their history.
1: <laughs> Luckily, I was young and I don't remember too much of it. I just remember thinking to myself that, oh, shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, actually, you're right. So I do have that feeling when I think about it. So, yeah, that, that, that feeling's are worse than me remembering the game anyway. Mate, you're at, you're, I, uh, you're at
0: the club now. Knowing that I let
1: right. down all the Steelers, you know, I let them all down, you know, it was all my fault.
0: <laughs> but you're at the club now uh, making amends, aren't you? You're, uh, you're at the club making it making a difference with them. Exactly. Um, t- tell us um, which, which Dragons players have impressed, impressed you most at training. We hear um, Blake glory has got a pretty impressive headlock.
1: Pretty impressive headlock, yeah? Like, oh, my, he gets you know, I know, I know him actually from, I think he went to our school and uh, even he played at uh, Rilla really Gorillas. I remember him uh, at, like, where I used to play. So, we're uh, very, very young. Well, he's a goer. He's a, he, he's a goer, like, he's a, he gets into it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, he's a uh, got a lot of, lot of mongrel in him, you could tell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll do whatever he can to get that extra meter, get that, you know, to make sure he finishes that tackle. There's a lot of them that are really impressive, mate. There's a lot of them. Um, I'm not the best with names, to be quite honest. I don't want to butcher anyone's names or get them wrong. But um, there's a lot of guys. There's guys that even uh, surprising when you look at some people with uh, sizes and and things like that. You know what I mean? Frames and all that. And then the way that they can use their body, their body awareness, and like you know, little key and you know things that you know that we keep an eye on. Some people can just naturally do these things very well. So that usually impresses me because I go into, I like to go into fine details, but. But um, but yeah, there's a few of them. There's a few of them. I won't name, I won't name anyone.
0: Wrestling grappling has always been a huge part of the the training in the NRL, like you like you mentioned. What what aspects of MMA are the most useful for for the NRL players?
1: Ah, oh, man, obviously the wrestling and grappling. There's a you've got to remember that you know. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things that you're teaching that might not be specific for NRL. It's going to be a little bit different, but at least uh, you know. Getting the the guys using the right muscles, you know, and uh, knowing you know how to nullify someone's power, or or, you know, get themselves stronger, putting their body in the right position. That body awareness that I'm talking about, um, you know, that muscle memory, and just knowing where the body needs to be to be in your strongest point and their weakest point, and little things like that. Um, You know, we're doing that day in day out. You know, that's how we control our opponents. Yeah, we do it a little differently, but there's reason why certain things work at a certain time. Um, It's just really. Really, uh, picking some of them things that that, that can be most effective in, in the game. But again, just getting them obviously in the live situations is going to go a long way because again, we talk about that body awareness. So you could tell them do one thing, and unless you put them in that position, they've got to fight for it. And, you know, and really understand it and really get a good feel for them themselves. It will never work. So, just getting them to to wrestle in a safe environment so there's no injuries, and and just try and make it as specific as we can.
0: I think um, you know some of the things that you've spoken about that you do yourself—that mentality, that grit, that determination. You know those sort of Lost mentalities as well. You know that—that's what you're going to bring uh, to to a lot of these players. And you know uh, I'm a Dragons fan, so um, to see you know the last couple of years is probably something oh, that yeah. they've lacked a little bit. And um, uh, you know if you can bring that in, that you know impress you know the the other teams going forward.
1: Yeah, exactly right. I man. it's a, that is a, a big part of it as well. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we talk about it. Even when I was talking about it just earlier on, um, about like you know just the urgency to just get a, a you know a position or someone I'm saying in the in the guillotines and yeah. and and things like that, and then just whatever I could do to just improve my position by one percent. Yep. you know what I mean because that 1% that makes it go that makes that next percent a little bit easier you know what I mean and then you you know what I mean so that little bit of urgency and um, you know you know that you know I guess that grinding mentality again like you know let's let's bust our ass here in the, in the gym or wherever it is you know what I mean you get like that's why a lot of these UFC fighters a lot of the people probably don't train how, how we do in the gym as MMA fighters as well but that's sort of what we like you know but I mean we have it's no secret we talk about you know being you know trying to be comfortable in uncomfortable positions and all that type of stuff. You hear people talk about it all the time. Um, I was just talking about it today. Be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. Some of the things that we do in training, I've changed that phrase. It's not be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. It's accepting uncomfortable positions because the positions my coach is going to put me.
0: Not going to be comfortable. I'll
1: be lying if I say I make them comfortable. <laughs> it's never going to be comfortable. These uncomfortable positions that are always going to be uncomfortable. I just accept. I just uh. I accept them and I deal with them a lot better. So uh, me being able to deal with it and accept it means I can stay calm, move on and do what I need to do to improve the position rather than just fucking freak out and and uh, die in the ass. So uh you know, little little things like that. So that's a uh, that's my mentality me and that's what it is and and you know, I feel like a lot of the uh, MMA fighters or wrestlers can bring you know fighting for them little positions and things. I think that's why uh you know they, they can definitely uh be a big part in, in that as well. Again, Mate, it's only a small part of the game. Obviously, there's a lot of running and all that, but wrestling and, and controlling all that type of stuff. Uh, there's a you know these little one percenters can really make a big difference in that. That one
0: one percenters, it's a huge thing in, in rugby league. They always talk about it's you know doing that little little one percenters to, to make the difference. So you know you coming in and bringing that is like I said, it's going to make a difference. Mate, we're going to finish off with um, a few fan questions. Um, you know, don't have to spend too much time on these ones. Just uh, uh, indulge us. Um, well, this is actually one. No, you
1: know, you know, I like to rant, Tom. Oh, mate, yeah, you
0: know, no, <laughs> I love it. No, hey, <laughs> go on as long as you want. If, if we've got time, we, we can go as long as you want. <sighs> um, mate, do you have? This is actually one just from me. This is not a fan. But do you have Dana? Do you have Dana White on speed dial? Can you just call him up anytime?
1: Nah, it's not like that now. Nah. <laughs> we we deal more with uh we deal more with uh, the matchmakers. Uh, obviously Dana White keeps an eye on every obviously you when you see him over there and, and things like that. Um I usually just I'll do my thing, you know what I mean? Like a, you know, I'll let my other management do deal with that. And obviously when we see him you shake hands and you're obviously all good like that. Uh but yeah, more small talk.
0: Oh I thought um being a champion would have given you one of those little uh privileges where you can just ring him up and say Hey, hey, Dana! What's going on? I want
1: to fight this date. Make, yeah. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> I actually,
0: I actually want to see because he he does um he does this thing called Fuck It Friday, which is um he does some like he either cook something or get his chef to cook something up. I want to see collab like Fuck It Friday with yeah. uh, cooking with Volk.
1: Exactly right. That's it. Is that's a I enjoy it because they just try things. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. Like let's just try things. It's like. Yeah, I don't know about
0: that one. Maybe had it, but pickle, it's funny. Like you, you, pickle pizza there the other day, and I like, pizza. and I would never ever think of trying it, but then he goes, "No, it's actually pretty good." And I'm like, "Oh, maybe I could."
1: <laughs> it's funny because there's a there's a lot of uh it seems like a lot of uh sponsored things coming in now, so it tends to everything's uh, all of a sudden tastes nicer now. So I don't know about yeah. it. Like I feel like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> where I'll before you'd be like. You eat it like when his chef does it. If he doesn't like it, he'll tell him straight. Oh, that's fucking shit. I don't
0: like yeah. it, That's
1: no, Terrible. Don't do it. He's very, then there's very, times very, like, very honest. Yeah, with, that's real good.
0: When it's a sponsored one, yeah, it does, uh, does seem to turn around a bit. Mate, is there, is there a Volk uh, cookbook in the works? I
1: ain't accusing him of it. I ain't accusing no, no, no. I ain't <laughs> him of that. But, <laughs> that was uh, me. You said it. Yeah. Now, now, um... now I won't have him on speed dial.
0: <laughs> no calls. Block block user. Um, is, uh, is a Volk cookbook in the works?
1: Oh, mate, that's something you could always, uh, you know, fall back on,
0: you know what I mean, and things like
1: that. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, uh, again, you know, there's a lot of things that happen, you know. You could definitely have a a bit bit of fun with it. Uh, As you were talking about with collabs, like with Dana White, like uh, that's something that, you know, I'd love to do, like some collabs. I'm already doing it here and there, like even with some footy players and that as well and some comedians and whatnot and uh, even cooks. I'm going to get, like, some real chefs in there and – Really show them like you know maybe I can like do something then I'm going to get them to show me some key little tips and I'm going to let them play them. I'll let them play them and make my, my place look fancy because, as I told you earlier, I don't really give a fuck about that. But um, as long as it tastes good, I'm happy. But I mean, uh, I guess uh, make it make it easier on the eye. Get some uh, get some pros in there,
0: mate. Is uh, if you could bring one UFC fighter to make it in the NRL, who are you bring it over?
1: One well, well, setting is in the NRL. So if you,
0: yeah, if you bring a UFC fighter from the UFC and bring them over to the NRL, who would you bring? Okay. Would you go one, one of the big boppers, one of the the heavyweights, or?
1: Mate, you would think so. I'm trying to think of an explosive wrestler type uh, uh, heavyweight. You know, what I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I think Daniel Cormier would have been pretty good, obviously. Uh, he would be hard to tackle. You can imagine Daniel Cormier; he'd be hard to yep. tackle, being an re- Olympic wrestler. i say be, he'd make like uh, fifty Cormier.
0: tackles a game too. Hey, he'd make like fifty that, tackles a game he would. too. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with Daniel Cormier.
0: Nice. Um, is there is there a uh, Dragons player um, that's really impressed you that could make it in the MMA? Do you think?
1: A Dragons player.
0: Yep. I'm guessing well, you probably have a list at that. all the all the NRL players, but you've spe- specifically been working with the Dragons players. So if there's one that you think could make it in in MMA, now I'm not talking, you know, they're going to win a, a championship title in the UFC, but they fuck might I be mean, able to make a career out of it. I'm in bad, the MMA. I'm bad.
1: Again, I don't want to fucking butcher anyone's names or embarrass myself by getting the names wrong. Um, but uh, there's because there's a couple guys that have done some MMA training. And, like, because, uh, again, I'm getting in there with them, and you know what I mean? And uh, so they're bigger than me, and because they've got that little bit of te- technique, you can tell, like, you know, the, you know, they've got that little bit of technique, so they'll, they'll do well. And, obviously, they're, athlete, they're athletic. And there's guys, uh, there's a couple, again, I won't name them, but there's a couple guys there that you can see that, uh, you know, they've got the ticker, they've got the mongrel, and then they've got a bit of technique and all that as well. So uh, they're, they're the guys that that I would, I would, you know, obviously you've got real talented guys that are fast and more like explosive, but... Is it worth ethic there and all that type of stuff? You know what I mean? There's a lot of other things that, that get involved, but there's a couple. Of, I've got, I can't even say. Wait, 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 I'll I, say I, one I would, now. I'm would, trying to I would, remember. I think I, it's
0: Moose. Is it Moose? Oh, Moose, Josh Maguire. Yep.
1: Maybe. Maybe that's one. The, the other I one I have thought wrong. of,
0: yeah, you had him on the show. You had him on uh, Cooking with Volk the other day. Um, Tariq Sims. He looks like he's got like Tariq Sims, he's got that, yeah, yeah, mentality. He's yeah. Yeah. another
1: one. Yep. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. Again, like you probably pick the the two. Mate, uh, sorry to everyone else. Next, you know, next they'll, week, they all do.
0: Next week at training, pit pit Josh Maguire against Tariq Sims, and then come back to us with the results. See
1: how they go, <laughs> <laughs> mate. With all the <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly no, but the changing, I mean, yeah, there's a couple of blues.
0: With all the changing weight divisions from fighters of late, do you really just want to cement your legacy at, at featherweight? Yeah,
1: I do. I do, but I mean, there's a definitely, you know, I definitely want to feel out some different divisions as well. You know what I mean? People are doing it and I think I can do it. i fought it. It's not like I'm just doing it out of nowhere. I fought a fucking middleweight. You know what I mean? I fought a middleweight. I fought a welterweight. I fought plenty of times a lightweight. My debut was that lightweight. So uh, in the UFC, it was that lightweight. So uh, I've had catchweights close to the lightweight. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, I've already, I'm already familiar with and I know I can hold my own in that one. So it's not like I'm just, I just want double champ. You know what I mean? I want to, cause I'm playing on being champ for a long time. So there's going to have to be something else I've got to do. You know what I mean? Like, uh, otherwise I'm just going to be going on repeat with some of these top contenders, you know what I mean? So there's going to be times where they're moving up. Like say even now, you know, I did throw out that lightweight, um, you know, little hint thing, you know, like, uh, Playing with that, you know what I mean. Like, say if that was to be, alright, this makes sense. Here we do it now, blah blah, blah Let's do it. Uh, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I would. So that's when you could do it. Times like that where things could go wrong or whatnot. Uh, things have gone wrong, or, or the divisions sorting itself out. Let's okay. um, let's squeeze one in. But other than that, you know, I've got a division hold. But it's a responsibility, uh, and I've uh, I've always uh, stuck to my guns and said that I'm going to be a good champion. I'm going to be the one that holds up divisions and whatnot. So uh, I'm going to stick to that.
0: Um, what's what's the hardest exercise you have to do when when trying to cut weight?
1: Hardest exercise? Yeah, just is there one? Just cutting cut like weight, man. cutting you know, in general. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, man. Like, just obviously, obviously, you know, obviously the. What's hard about it is uh, you're gonna fight weak. You're gonna obviously the calories get lower. The your energy goes lower because of the you know not not as much carbs and all that, but you still need to train. So it's you're gonna feel shit. You're going to not feel good, you know what I mean? And a lot of people use that excuse to not do anything. But I'm the type of guy that, yeah, look, I'm not. we're not trying to kill ourselves the last week, but we still need to get sessions. We still need to perform. We still need to game plan. We still need to do stuff. So I still need to be effective in my sessions. So trying to be effective whilst feeling like shit, you know what yeah. I mean, is probably hardest because, I mean, it sucks to get rid of the weight But I mean, that's all I need to do at the time. Right now, it's just, let's get that weight off. You know what I mean? Even though it sucks, it hurts. Uh, Sweating it out and you still got all You look and you're like, man, I still need a little bit more. I'm already struggling. That's tough, obviously. But um, I'm the type of guy that, yeah, I'm all about performance and, you know, and the the one percenters and all that type of stuff. And my last week of, of, uh, well, fight week, that last week is still pretty important to me. We do pull it back a lot but we still need to perform a little bit and still go over a few things and just tighten everything and get everything perfect before you go in. And doing that while you don't want to train can be hard.
0: If uh, you'd give one piece of advice to someone who wanted to start out in MMA, uh, what would you give them?
1: Just do it. I'm, t- I'm still in a, still in a Nike's... Uh, logo there just do it man like uh, that that's that's probably one thing I can go because when I say that you know it's just uh you know there's gonna be times I just sort of talked about it then there's gonna be times where you don't feel like going to the gym there's gonna be times where you don't want to fight from a position there's gonna be times where you know what I mean but you're gonna need to j- just do it you'll get through it you know what I mean learn to just just do it learn to accept feeling like shit feeling like uncomfortable and you know and things like that goes a long way it goes a long way not only you get better in positions because you are actually always you know always fighting for whatever position you do you know what i mean you, your fitness goes up your cardio goes up uh your style is going to be a lot better because you're, you're going to have that never give up attitude you know what i mean and you get it to really figure out what you do good and what you don't do good. you know what i mean because you're going to constantly be finding things to do when you're in a position that's not comfortable, I can just give up. What do I learn from that? Not only that my mentality and the what person I am is weak, you know what I mean? That just brings you down. You don't get to fuel out things. You don't get to experiment because you're already given up. Where if you just do it, you know what I mean? There's more hours spent experimenting in, in positions and really figuring out where you're good, where you're not, what works for you and what doesn't.
0: If you're not already sponsored by Nike, you should be. Um, just do it. Get, get your face on that tick, <laughs> mate. I want to. Uh, that'd, that'd I want to. Good. Thank you very much for your time today. That's gonna. That's gonna wrap it up. Um, you're going into camp shortly for your for your next title defence. Um, good luck with all of that. I can't wait to see you uh, back in the octagon, and hopefully we get to see you here in Australia defending the title at one stage.
1: That- that's it, mate. Hopefully later in that, that year. Yeah, obviously I've got to fight whoever it's going to be. Max uh, should be later in the year and we should be having uh, arenas uh, and stadiums back open here or the UFC should be more comfortable coming to Australia by then. So uh, thank you. Anyway, hopefully that happens. But uh, yeah, go to Dragons.
0: Go to the Dragons. Um, appreciate your time. <laughs> Thanks again, mate. And good luck with, uh, with everything uh, going forward.
1: No worries, mate. Thank you.